You guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, episode three, peak week for men's physique competitors. And we're going to talk about the actual peaking options. And uh, we just had a Nutrition Coaching Global Mastermind session last night, and I had Brian St. Pierre, who is the Director of Nutrition for Precision Nutrition, and Paul Ravella, of course, everybody knows from Pro Physique. And, and Paul had mentioned in this, this scope we were talking about, which was imposter syndrome, how do you know you're a good coach, and so forth. And, and he mentioned that he was really struggling at a time with managing different options, different different methodologies for different clients. And and I remember being in Tampa with him one time talking about a client and, and, and I kind of shared with him what became the progressive linear load. Matter of fact, as I was explaining this, he is the guy who came up with that name. He said, you know what? I got a great name for that. And, and so all, all credit to Paul Ravella for even, you know, mentioning that. But he said, you know, what you and I have emphasized a lot, Adam, which is it's almost too flawless. It's too perfect. But like I was saying about the peaking axis, there are still different ways to apply even that, you know, different, different almost amplitudes of how fast you're going to increase somebody's carbs. Are you really going to keep things kind of flatlined there so you can emphasize tightness? So when you're looking at these different options, even though in our last episode, we talked about different body types, maybe this you'll, you'll relate back to that, but, but what are, do, do you use every single tool? Are you ever thinking like, Hey, I'm going to do a front load with this guy. I'm going to do a back load with this guy, or I'm going to do this. And, and you know, what, which tools do you use often and, and which ones do you say are just completely useless? So it does depend on how someone's saying that we, so, you know, we may have a little bit more body fat to lose and we may, um, air on taking the first part of peak week to actually grind just a little bit. Now, if I do that, I'm going to have to give more in the back end and do a backload essentially, um, even though it might be progressive and somewhat linear in structure, um, you know, you, you could say that that's a, uh, just like a shorter linear load on the end. That's just uh, essentially categorized as a backload. Um, so I find myself in that position um, often with newer competitors, um, seasoned competitors, I do find myself more um, linear because they're ready way ahead of time. And uh, a lot of times we've already been raising carbs pretty linearly um, throughout the check-ins. We're probably, you know, if somebody's ready early, they're increasing their check-in time with me. So, you know, it's not that I'm um, I'm doing it for favorites. It's just these people are ready early. They need um, more attention to detail. They need more check-ins. Um, that's just going to be how that is. If you're grinding away and losing body fat, you know, once a week check-in, uh, maybe twice a week is fine if they're really grinding away. But, um, you know, we don't want to fake it till we make it. We want to be ready early. And uh, if you're ready early, the progressive linear is probably likely going to be the route I'm going to go. Um, maybe with a little bit of management in there, um, you know, it looks great on paper, but just because I said I'm doing a progressive linear doesn't mean I'm going to stick to it. There may be a dip in there based on what we see. And, uh, you know, I think that's a big coaching mistake people make. It's being very married to the peak week or the strategy laid out. Um, you're, you're allowed to manipulate anything, any sodium, water, um, carbs, protein, or fat. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're going to actually talk about that a little bit in more detail in the next episode. But you, you made me think of a couple of clients that, that give a great look at that continuum. And I had a client who, you know, we just thought, man, we have to err on the side of tightness. So, you know, maybe just not quite there or maybe a little bit endomorphic. But, you know, we made the decision to just keep carbs really, really linear right up until Friday night and then have just, you know, kind of a little bit bigger meal with a little bit more carbs and fat and sodium to, to fill out you know, tremendous results. So it truly was way more linear than it was progressive. Then I had a, a, a friend of mine who I helped him win his pro card, you know, more than a decade ago. Now he's a coach and doing super well. And he wanted to try this exactly as he interpreted it from, from our podcast here, Adam. And so he started out, you know, pretty low, like you said, on the weekend, still grinding, but then was adding like 25 grams of carbs each day, up 25 Monday, up another 25, up another 25. So he went basically from about 100 grams of carbs on the weekend up to 300 the day before the show. So as far as progressive linear, it was a straight line up and it just happened to work really well for him because he was lean enough that he could withstand a literal tripling of carbs over that week in that fashion without ever spilling over. So speaking of those convergent points of the peaking axis, like it, it worked extremely well for him in almost a 45 degree angle. But as you said, that's not everybody. You have to, you have to know how to manage that through the entire week. So, you know, it almost ended up, you could, you could say like a backload because he was increasing so much, but it really was totally linear. So that's what we're going to talk about next time, guys. Stay tuned. And we're going to, we're going to talk about how to manage this whole process during peak week.